IG. <laughs> What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Nintendo Voice Chat. I'll be your guest host today. I'm Sam Claiborne, and I'm here with Jack DeVries. I'm not allowed to host anymore. Yes. And, uh, For good reason. And Audrey Drake. Hey, everyone. Who is now an official IGN editor. Heck yeah. Associate editor. Yes. <laughs> um, congratulations. Thank you. I believe you, this is your you. first podcast in an official capacity. It is. It is. I've wow. I'm gracing NVC with my first official your first video review. Slumming it with us. <laughs> and you may notice we're a couple voices short this week because Rich is at a an event, which I don't think has anything to do with uh, Nintendo. So, Hey everyone, I'm playing the 3DS. <laughs> I haven't figured out my Rich voice yet. Yeah, and we'd be Studio. doing pair impressions too, but we, we're not very good at that. But yeah, Pear and Fran are very busy. It's been a busy week. And uh, I believe uh, a lot of that has to do with uh, the 3DS arriving in our offices. But we'll get to that. First, uh, I just wanted to give a, a quick shout-out to Jeff Japan because uh, stuff's going down there. That's very sad, and uh, we, we're, we're you know, thinking about them, and we love Japanese video games so much. So I think, I think much. it means a lot more to uh, us, us here in the offices than your average American Joe because I remember playing Japanese video games from a very young age, although I didn't know they were Japanese. Did you guys know Nintendo was Japanese? I, I didn't kid? know when I was really young. I didn't, yeah, I didn't think of Nintendo as a Japanese company. Especially with like Super Mario Brothers. I was like, oh, these Italian games are fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't think of Sega as Japanese either. Which yeah. Is and Sega, I think, was actually founded by an American. Yeah. And then moved mm -hmm. to Japan and became a Japanese company. Nintendo's been a, a company in Japan for a very long time. Mm -hmm. 1800s, right? With the, they started with the Hanafuda. Cards. Yeah, do you have yeah. a pack of those? I've mm -hmm. seen, seen some yeah. in the office. They're really yeah, cool. it's awesome. It's got Mario stuff I on it. I don't know how to play that game. Though. I don't know how to play it either, but I have the cards. One I, day. I don't know how to play One Mahjong day. or Chinese checkers for that matter. Oh, Mahjong's fun. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Can you drink and Teach play Mahjong? Us. Well, I drink and do everything. So <laughs> I mean, Jack's having an alcoholic Have you tried the 3D right effect with screen? No, we have yet to test that. No. Um, maybe today. Next order of business. <laughs> yeah. So in honor of uh, Rich not being here, we're going to do a segment called What Hath Thou Binst Playing? <laughs> so, Jack, <laughs> what hath thou been playing? Um, well, I just got finished up with a bunch of uh, MLB 2K11, the baseball game. That stands for uh, major 2011. Yes. <laughs> also stands ah. for Major League Baseball. <laughs> um, you weren't playing it on 3DS, correct? No, no, there is no 3DS version of it. Um, yet. Yet. Uh, I'm sure next year there will be a 3D baseball game, and that should actually be kind of cool. Um, the show I'd imagine the depth perception just for like pitching. And stuff yeah, the show really did cool. uh, 3D stuff for their baseball game on the PS3, and it actually made pitching really cool. Yeah, did you like, have to dodge the ball? Like, ah! Yeah, well, it made it easier to get the depth perception down and like get your timing mm -hmm. up. Which Does it is... make you blink when it comes at you? Yeah, it's not that scary. <laughs> <laughs> You're not like... Actually, in catcher mode, it is a little frightening because that, that's when you, the ball actually is just being thrown at your face. Yeah. <laughs> so that's funny. There's that a catcher mode, cool. actually. I didn't know games did that. Yeah, yeah all the baseball the games let you um, have some sort of like kind of career progression mode where mm. you actually create a player and you only play that character. Mm, that's funny. So if you're like in the right field, you just only play as a right fielder. Yeah, it's like baseball RPG style. Yeah, it is. It's kind of cool. Um, and then uh, I've moved on to Tiger Woods. So we're playing Tiger Woods. You I'm are the new Nate Ahern. I am the new Nate Sports <laughs> games. I said I knew what sports are, and now I'm playing all the games. Yeah, we were in a meeting the other day, and somebody was like, you know, raise hands. Who here is into Madden? And uh, I was surprised. that I think Jack and Colin were the people mm -hmm. that raised their hands. And guess who's doing Madden now? <laughs> you are? Colin's got Colin. 3DS. Yeah. <laughs> Audrey Drake. No. <laughs> so uh, sports games. What sports have you games. been playing? Not sports games. Um, I've been playing the Pokemons and the entirety of Steel Diver, mm -hmm. which I'm Have you been playing black or white? 
Uh, white. I have a copy of black, though. I'm going to start my playthrough, hopefully this weekend, so I can get all of the exclusive Pokemons from that one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've been playing Pokemon as well. Uh, not a fan of Pokemon. It's a very enjoyable game. Um, <laughs> for you know, Even though I, I, get a, I get a little bit addicted to grinding, and I don't like that. I don't like that about myself. <laughs> so it brings out the worst in me, the worst gamer aspects in me. Yeah, I do find myself leveling up Pokemon that I don't need to. I was like, oh, I'll just evolve this guy. And yeah. it's like, yeah. and then not put him on my team. So I'm like, why did I do that? Well, I'm not it's sure if like this guy has hours. an evolution. Let's also get him up to level 40 just to make sure. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> also embarrassing to play in front of my girlfriend. She is always making fun of me for it. So. She, she's cool with games. It's just like Pokemon is just like, that's just a step, of, you know, too far, I think. Because huh. we like on bar. She's like, perception. can you stop playing that now? People think it's a like a kid's game. Yeah, yeah, and, and it would be a great kids game. It's a little bit more complex than a lot of kids games, but I think giving it to a yeah. kid would be a, a good idea. Yeah, yeah like no, kids, me? kids can totally Except handle for it. All the swearing. Yeah, there's a lot of swearing. <laughs> Man, the, that oak—he yeah. drops the f bomb. Pikachu left and says, right. "Pika, Pika, Pika." Plus, there's a really, really dark story this time. Pika about this, a Pika that. Yeah, it is a dark <laughs> story. I don't know where, what side are they on in that story. Are they are they are they saying that we shouldn't liberate animals because I I was totally on Team Plasma. Oh yeah, so spoiler <laughs> alerts, uh, Koopalings. I was totally on Team Plasma side up until the end. I mean, I recognize that uh, Getsis yeah, was yeah. was actually you know evil and his his intentions were bad. But He's like evil from the start, yeah, yeah, we're not really spoiling anything. Yeah, but N was like. Yeah, the right idea. It's like, yeah, this is kind of messed up. Like, you capture all these animals, you force them to fight each other, you, like, trap them in computers, mm -hmm. and stuff. Like, get rid of them, like, liberate them and, and free them and stuff. And people are like, no, people need Pokemon. I didn't quite get oh, po that And feeling. Pokemon need people. Pokemon need That's people. And that was the one, That's that was the, the part where I was like, they don't like, communicate eh. with you, then they can't, you can't really determine what they need, right? Yeah. It's kind of strange. It seemed a little uh, heavy-handed at the end when they were like, oh, it's okay. We're all in it together. <laughs> And Very then I unusual. started singing. We have a really yep. good question this week about that, so let's, let's oh, okay. save a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sorry. Um, about the you know the kind of the philosophical basis of Pokemon. Um, so let's move on to the the big news, which is uh, the reason why a lot of people aren't here is because we're all so busy and uh, we all have uh, 3ds's in the office now, mm -hmm. US ones, which we can yeah. read. And it's been less fun for me because I, I got to say, choosing the uh, Japanese menus randomly <laughs> provided some hours of entertainment, yeah. really, for me. AR games sure. was amazing when you didn't know what you <laughs> yeah. were going to do. Now I'm like, oh, I'm choosing to fish. Yeah, oh. it was very Mr. Sparkle originally, and now it's just like, it just feels like a... But you know what? I got to say, I, I feel like the 3DS, the reason to buy that game, after playing a bunch of launch games, the mm -hmm. reason to buy it at launch is because of that built-in stuff. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, I think it's it, awesome. It's just yeah. fun to show off. Oh, yeah. But uh, just a little bit about the arrival of it. We had the Nintendo, the Nintendo girls come in. Yeah. Were you there for that? We I were, was. I, we, we were oh, in a yeah. video together, actually. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, they, they brought in these girls with uh, 3DSs uh, chained to them. Um, <laughs> and I, were they the same girls from, from E3? The only reason I, I mentioned mean, this is because I, I was I don't, really excited. I haven't memorized all their right, faces. Um, but was that the was, outfits they were wearing? Stuff? I it, think was it was different. They were different okay. outfits. These okay. were new. New. Uh, they were a little more formal this time. They had jackets. But they f they came in like a single file line, like like ten, ten girls and a Nintendo PR guy, yeah. just kind of like crowded around. At a yeah, trial. one of the girls held out a 3DS and was like, "This is where the stylus is." It's like, "Oh, thank you." Well, actually, I had a pretty <laughs> detailed walkthrough of. Um, uh, Street Fighter from one of them. She, she was like, yeah, and this is how you do the power move. And oh, you, you're missing it. You're missing it. And I was like, lay off. <laughs> <laughs> some of them some of them get into it. And those are... The, well, what were they doing were before? Like, where were they doing their shtick? Like, were they just walking around the streets, like, with 3DS? I, mean, I think I, they had a bus. 
So they, they must yeah, be they're going on a, Union Square. They're on a tour. Yeah, so they're they're bringing it around to major like cool. malls and other places. So, so well, if you see a big 3DS shaped bus, just you know hijack it and then <laughs> take them all for yourself. You get pretty girls and 3DSs. Yes. So. Yeah. And, you know, and I really missed out on E3. I always wanted to play a 3DS strapped to a spokes model, and uh, I got to do that. So. Yeah, very, we got some happy. snazzy pictures of you we living did. the dream. Yes, I was living the dream. <laughs> um, so we got a bunch of games with it. Uh, I don't know. It, I think they kind of got divided up. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know what the review schedule is going to look like? Just so people can respect it. It looks like it. we can we can start madness right and away, right? Yeah. confusing squiggly lines um, on a sheet of paper. Yeah, they're they're all the embargoes are different. Mm-hmm. Um, but but this weekend we might have some this, game this reviews. This right? weekend tomorrow, if it kills me, we're gonna have Steel Diver. Up. That's incredible. There you go. That's really mm-hmm. cool. So yeah, so this weekend and early next week, you should be getting all the first party games because those mm-hmm. have no embargo. And then um, as we get towards the release date, so kind of the end of next week into over the weekend is when the third party stuff trickles in. Mm-hmm. Um, Ubisoft has a has a launch day embargo, unfortunately, and um, don't quite know a lot of the other ones. We're working that out. Sure. So but we yeah. do, so so in terms of the games, I think the big ones that we're all into are probably Street Fighter, Pilot Wings, Steel Diver, and Nintendo Dogs. Right? Mm-hmm. Is, am I missing anything? Not There's a Rayman, which people were kind of looking at, like, oh, yeah, it I think might that's be okay. April right now. Unless they moved it to launch, I thought that was April. Yeah, okay. I know we have it, but I'm not sure yeah. if it's actually a launch day game. Cool. Well, I haven't played that at all. I've only played. Yeah. A little it's a bit remake. Of some other I mean, stuff. it's a port. So. Okay. Oh, and there's Super Monkey Ball. That's launch. Yes. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about that? Uh, yeah. Well, Quick thoughts. No, uh, it's embargo okay. until the 25th. Can't talk about that. Can you talk about Steel Diver? Yeah, yeah. I can talk Tell about Steel Diver. Tell us about Diver. Steel Diver, because I haven't played it at all. Yeah. You know what? Steel Diver took me a little bit by surprise, actually, because <laughs> this whole time when I've thought about Steel Diver, I was like, oh, kill me. Boring. Mm-hmm. But uh, then I actually sat because down. Because you lived on a submarine for years. So exactly. It's like I'm sick of that whole scene. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, then I actually had... Like a lot of time to play it yesterday, and um, I was surprised by how addictive it was. Actually, I mean, it's uh, I don't know. I don't want to give away too much of the review, but away from Pokemon voluntarily. Oh, not voluntarily, okay. but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but by force. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's way too short. But what do you do in the it's, game? Okay. Well, Sam. Yeah, there are different parts. The main mode is the mission mode, and there are seven missions you go through. You have a submarine. There are three different submarines you can choose from. You know, mm-hmm. some of them move faster or have different torpedoes are or all like of that. Are they like fat guy, skinny guy, normal guy for my sake? There's like young guy, middle-aged guy, old guy oh, really? for captains. Like, you know, they're all, <laughs> no, no, they're all pretty studly. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. Are they grizzled and chiseled? Old guy <laughs> old guy's kind of grizzled. Yeah, yeah. The, the middle-aged guy's kind of grizzled. Are they Japanese? Yeah. Uh, no, no. No. Just standard what, what part, white sailor guys. Handsome white men. Are they part of some imaginary fleet? <laughs> this is hard to get to the gameplay. Yes, Sorry. they are, actually. No, they're the steel divers. They're like steel, this okay. super secret fleet of submarine are they working against, wielders. Are they working against the United working States? Against, working against Russia and all those other evil countries. No, not really <laughs> it's Russia. It's a Cold War game. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> not really Russia. Interesting. Um, but yeah, basically you have like all these controls on the bottom screen and you have a map and you sort of move your submarine forward or backwards and adjust so the speed the and the, the depth. No, you just adu- adjust these sliders, which oh, okay. sounds <laughs> crazy weird. and weird, but yeah. it's actually provides some like really cool strategy. Yeah, because you have to like navigate all of these mazes without running into walls or getting hit by tornado or tornadoes, <laughs> torpedoes yeah. or mines or anything like that. Are so there sea monsters? Um, you'll just have to play the game to find out, yeah. Sam. 
Confirmed. Yeah, sounds like sea monsters are confirmed. There may or may not be a volcano. Whoa, all right. <laughs> An underwater An volcano. An underwater volcano. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But that's, I mean, that part's like a side-scrolling. Yeah, it's um, like side-scrolling. You just go like a from shooter? left shoot? to right. You shoot torpedoes. Yeah, yeah, it's it's such a mixed bag because it's sort of puzzly, sort of actiony, sort of shootery, side-scrolling mm-hmm. action. It sounds like it's the Jaws game for the NES. I just want to throw that out there. It kind of does sound like the Jaws game <laughs> for the NES. It is not as bad as that. Yeah, I've not had the pleasure of playing the Jaws game for the NES. Yeah, actually, some people love the Jaws game. Yep. Yeah, it's really interesting. The review should go up tomorrow. So. Okay, and then uh, there's uh, there's some multiplayer stuff for it. Yeah, yeah. There we, is. I, we're gonna test out maybe later, but mm-hmm. uh, I've I've heard it's kind of cool. Yeah. Can you yeah, comment on the fact that you uh, actually murder like hundreds of people while you play this game? I mean, you're sinking oh, yeah. ships, you're blowing up uh, submarines. Like that's what the steel divers do. Yep. I mean, you just <laughs> see another vessel and you just, and you just blow just it up. You don't question. ask questions. Shoot first, mm-hmm. ask questions. These are like later. normal looking yachts. There's no like they're not firing <laughs> at you yet. You just blow them up. So this is a new Nintendo franchise, right? It is mm-hmm. Nintendo it's ground a completely up. Completely new IP. Yeah. So that's pretty interesting. It, it was, it was a long time. It was a tech demo a few years back. Right. Yeah, but it was never a full but never a full fledged game. game. Yeah. So that's where people kind of recognize the name. So yeah. can you guys already uh, speculate on the implications for an, another Smash Brothers game? Are there going to be a Steel Divers level? Is, is there going to be a Steel Diver that would character? That would be interesting, actually. Not, not a character. There aren't Patriot. really any characters. I think it would be uh, one of the, um, what are they called, like the trophy things, where like some guy comes oh, in. Oh, yeah. You can totally come in and there's somebody like the and go boom. And, like, yeah, <laughs> the assist trophies. Yeah. It would be cool to have an underwater level, like different gravity effects. A lot of shooters have been doing like gravity stuff. An underwater level would be really neat. That would be awesome. Or more floaty. Yeah, and just yeah up I the like gravity. stuff like that. And like, yeah, Killzone did a anti or no or like kind of low grav level, and Halo did that. Like, I always like that playing the gravity. I just realized that recently. Like, this is something I like in games. Yeah, it's really it's cool. cool. You can like sort of Smash really Brothers slow game. down and think of course, about you your would, movements. You, you probably wouldn't be into that, right? <laughs> I play with well, the gravity. It would make it less traditional. It would make it less traditional. Yeah. Oh boy. So uh, I've played Pile of Wings, and I think you have mm-hmm. played a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. Actually, played, more than me, but I've yeah, played. basically all of the 3DS footage except for Madden is mm-hmm. me online. Yeah, so I've played all of those games. You can see her fingers kind of. Yeah, my we don't have off a good paint pot. We don't have a good way polish. to uh, capture that stuff right now. No, we don't. We yeah. don't. Doing it's over, over the shoulder. shoulder. Yeah, we're doing it the same way that like blogs and YouTube kids Which would take. Footage. It's going to make the video we're review hoping we'll interesting have to make that different. But we don't know. Nintendo provides that kind of thing, so. We're, we we have no clue. But yeah, yeah they've been fast. looking good though. I mean, I like the videos. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. If you can ignore my finger with the chipped off nail polish, they're very enjoyable. <laughs> Don't obsess over it. You didn't get a mani pedi before I know. What was it's I thinking? I should have gone with Scott. <laughs> yeah, it's manis all the time. Um, I was gonna mention that uh, Pilot Wings is really the first time in which I noticed the 3D um, helping, like it yeah. helped me out, and specifically on the hang gliding, um, I was kind of cruising towards a red dot. And uh, the red dot is really big once you get up to it that you're going to land on. It's a big landing pad. And once you kind of get over the red dot, it's like all you can see on the screen is like the kind of like the stretched out landing pad below. You just kind of hard to like know where your shadow is or where, what's going on. And uh, as soon as I switched on the 3D, uh, I could totally make that landing happen. Oh, yeah. It's surprising, actually, how much the depth adds to the gameplay. Like, I, I can't really talk too much about it, but I noticed that when I was playing through Monkey did, Ball did as well. Oh, no, yeah. no, through Monkey Ball as okay. well, that... um. Just it adds such a level of control and precision because you always know exactly where your character, or in this case, the monkey ball, mm-hmm. is in relation to the stage or the other objects on it. So it it actually is kind of exciting. Oh, yeah. it, it has me excited for Super Mario 3DS because yeah, I just know that I'm going to use it what, expertly. What Iwata was talking about when mm-hmm, he was saying, exactly. like, now we know how to hit yeah, blocks. Yeah, because at first you hear it, you're like, I mean, I, I hit blocks just fine. Yeah. I don't think it'll yeah. add that much, but it really does. 
Yeah, the uh, one of the launch window game that we played at GDC, Dream Trigger 3D, which is this kind of bizarre shooter game, but it's got power-ups that come in from the background because you're like constantly like flying through stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you have 3D off, they just kind of like are there, and then they'll like light up when they're like in your plane to grab them. Mm-hmm. But when you turn 3D on, you can watch them like come towards you, and yeah, so you can sure. really time it. And that's like one of those games that's like crucial. Yeah, because like their size doesn't really indicate how big, you know, how far close they're getting to you. Right, Because they're exactly. all, like, they don't look that, it doesn't look like that. But then yeah. if you turn on the 3D, you can actually kind of see the parallax it. movement yeah. of it coming closer. That's yeah. really neat. So yeah, I'm actually very surprised about how many games affect things. I found that the yeah. racing games are actually um, easier to play. Yeah, it's cool watching like the backgrounds. You can see more you. of the, like mm-hmm. the turns and yeah, Ridge I Racer. I actually mm-hmm. hung out with Craig recently and he was commenting on that. I haven't noticed that too much with Ridge Racer so far. I wanted to notice it, and I'm trying to notice it, and hopefully... It's not, I just suck it's at that game, so major. it's hard for me to, like, <laughs> It's really... Realize. It's subtle, but, but like, Pilot it's... Wings is there. definitely noticeable, so I do believe that that's, that's a possibility yeah. now. Um, I haven't played much into the game, and and I know I talked to you a little bit about this, but uh, Pilot Wings is, is a game I'm, I was looking forward to most, and uh, I, I'm pretty crushed by how limited it is in scope. And, uh, yeah, I was... It, it is the Wii Sports Resort Island. It is. It is yeah. that island. I will say that... Um, as I've talked to Rich about it, he's the one who's reviewing it. Mm-hmm. He's played a lot of it, and I've captured a lot for the website. But um, as you get through the different modes, you know, get through training, get through bronze, silver, gold, it really opens up. You get more vehicles, and you do get more. Oh, vehicles. you do. Okay, you do you get only more start vehicles. with three. You vehicles. only start with three, but it does expand on that, and there's Good. sort of more to and do. And I expected so. it because other pilot wings have been that way, so that's great. Um, yeah. But don't expect to be, you know, exploring. Uh, a, a cool new area or anything because it, it is like right out to the Gulf Islands and everything like it is identical. Yeah, it's just that it's island. It's Woohoo Island. So. And yeah. uh, I know that island really well because I did the the guide for uh, Wii Sports Resort and cruising around to get those eye points was was actually a blast. I really like that. Yeah, yeah, that was really fun in Wii Sports I just Resort. Don't, I, and I were like just kind of phasing out and just like holding it, the motion controller up and just kind of like tilting it. That was pretty cool. Um, I don't know if I want to do that again on the 3DS. So they, it's probably included in that. But uh, so far, like I like the jetpack. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's just the challenges weren't that hard so far. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I really like the company that's making that. Um, they did uh, Excite Bots and Excite Truck. Yep. And I th- or the new Which Excite Truck too. So they're good. They're called New Something Studios. Which I can't remember. Yeah. Sorry. Something. Sorry guys. <laughs> you new guys something are awesome. Studios. Better good luck job. next time, Sam. <laughs> um, let's see. So briefly, let's talk Okami then. Yeah. That cool. came came and went without me. Uh, knowing about Somehow, it. Somehow. Yeah. Even though I was really excited about it. And uh-huh. as I mentioned to you earlier, IGN gave Okami Game of the Year mm-hmm. a few years Which back. Which was Twilight a Princess. mistake. Rightly. Was a mistake. Yeah. I like Twilight Princess better. So. Yeah. Twilight Princess is better. Uh, finally, we're out voting on that. I, yeah. I don't think I've ever been in a room at IGN <laughs> which since that. Yeah. That. Anyway, so. Right um, here, Sam. High five. Yeah. That was a terrible high five. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was awful. It, it, it just proves we're on the wrong side. It was almost as bad as Twilight Princess. Tell us about, oh, t- shit. Tell us about how great mm-hmm. Okamiden is. Okamiden is really wonderful, actually, especially if you loved Okami, which I, I, I actually really did love Okami. I thought Twilight Princess should have gotten Game of the Year, but I really did love that game. Um, that you You're like 12 at the time. <laughs> I had thoughts. <laughs> uh, you'll really enjoy this game. Um, the story, the characters, it's all there. How's, it's all wonderful. It's beautiful, actually. It's never been better using the Celestial paintbrush. It's never cool. been better than the DS. Can you actually see the, the paint you're leaving on the screen? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. That's nice. And like you still have, you have the like limited. No, you have like the limited ink you can use and everything, but mm-hmm. it's 
really what about intuitive. What camera and like combat and stuff like that? Do, well, uh, the combat is a little simple. You're tapping. Yeah. Well, yeah. Basically, you're just tapping, tapping, tapping. But um. Tap, tap, tap. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the boss fights actually use the brush techniques and all mm -hmm. that in really interesting ways. So that makes up for it. And really, it's just the setting, the story, and yeah. all of that. Is there a lot to really explore? There for. Uh, yeah. There's. I wouldn't say tons and tons. Is there like but an there's is plenty. Is it like an open world? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, definitely. Cool. I've been like intentionally keeping myself like out of the loop because I really want to play it. Yeah, that's yeah. That's kind of one of those games where I don't want to get a lot spoiled. Um, is well, we there have a copies in the office. So yeah, I can't wait to try up. it out. Is really there good. is there like a different setting than the than the last one? Like, is it a, is it still like fantasy Japan? Yeah, oh yeah. It's it's the same setting. Actually, takes place I think nine months after Okami. Okay. Does it seem like the world is like just kind of like oh, I've been there? Or is, is it still interesting? It's, it's, it is still interesting. You would think that it would because it's the same art style, same gameplay and all of that. Just the same wolf, only little baby chibi yeah. <laughs> version. Same personality? No, it's not the same it's wolf. The same. It's the sun. Okay, it's but, the um, okay. but it's yeah. the sun of the sun. It's sun the sun of the sun goddess. Well, yeah, know. exactly. Hmm. Interesting. But it's really good. Can it's you kind still of pee on people? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's still an attack. <laughs> I still haven't tried that. It's really funny. <laughs> It's really fun. You had to buy it in the last one. Yeah. I think there was a poop one, too. Uh, I don't remember a poop one. There's one? Uh, I can't remember. Maybe. I don't the pee remember. one is really cute. The pee one's funny. But um, pee and poop attacks aside, it's a, it's a really awesome game, and it's a shame it's coming out at the end of the life cycle, but um, it's still totally worth checking out. It, it's compatible with the 3DS, just like yeah. all DS games, so if you're into that kind of thing, you I play Pokemon on definitely a 3DS, and it's it. totally fine. Like I, yeah, yeah, I, I know people too. have been uh, kind of wondering about that, but you know, it's just, they just letterbox it. I don't think you can stretch it or anything. It just looks like looks good. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, the thing about the thing about it is that the 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 top screen though is a little bit like I guess different looking mm -hmm. than than a normal DS screen. Like I think on the DS, like the top screen is like the clear good one because the touch screen can be a little bit grainy, and then on this one it's like the opposite. It's like a lower quality screen I think on top when you mm -hmm. turn off the whole thing. I kind of noticed that. Anyway, I'll let you guys uh, experience that for yourselves. Um, we're going to move on to mail because we just have like a ton of mail and we didn't get to mail last time. That's right. So we have quite a stack. Uh, before that, I wanted to let you know that if you want to send us an email, which we all read now and, and we actually kind of yeah. personally respond to sometimes just because it's fun. You guys have been sending us such funny stuff. Uh, you can email us at nvc at IGN.com and you can follow us on Twitter at, at IGN. And we all have little Twitter names that you can follow if you can find us. And I want so to good luck you with that. Tell what they Figure are. it out. I, I, I'll tell you mine. Mine's Samuel underscore IGN. What? You don't I'm, have to tell me. I'm Jack outside box. Okay. I'm Game on Aminka. Okay. There you go. Um, and you can also uh, follow the Nintendo uh, Voice Chat Facebook fan page by just searching that on Facebook. And uh, you can, you can send me friend invites now because I'm on Facebook, but I will decline. Finally them. on <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> I will decline them. Oh. I don't. I don't. I, I'm not into the uh, readers on Facebook yet. I'm just testing the waters. I'm learning it. Yeah. It's, it's a new world. So do you decline them or do you just save them for later? I think I potential. press ignore. I don't know what happens when that okay. happens. Okay, it puts them into a folder. So. Dang it. <laughs> go well, kill that yeah. folder, Sam. Um, so first, let, let's go to this first email from Scott Polhemus. He says, let's talk about Star Fox. Let's. Oh, car folks. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's your, there your Scott Bromley. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty excited about Star Fox 64 3DS, which, worst case scenario, will be just a great port of one of my favorite games of all time in 3D. But thinking about it makes me want something more, as in something new. 
It seems like Nintendo has pretty much failed to make a new Star Fox game that matches the greatness of the originals. Do you think they ever will? I'm I'm sure someone like Retro Studios could do amazing things with the franchise, or should they give it back to Q Games, who I think showed some promise with Star Fox Command and Xscape was pretty good too. Do you guys even want a new Star Fox game? Yes. I would happily play a new Star Fox game. Check. See, we get this question Absolutely. actually a lot, and that little denouement on the end of the question uh, is the reason I'm answering this, because I don't want a new Star Fox game. Really? I'm cool, I'm cool with the remake. I don't know, man. I, I don't like the characters. I always thought they were You kind of don't weird. like Fox and Falco and Slippy and yeah. Duffy? No, I loved them when I was, uh, I think, 13 or 14 when I got the game. It was, they were like, oh, this is also the guy who hates dumb. Pokemon. So That's true. I, didn't, I never said I hated Pokemon. i got to say, for the record, Falco's a beast. A beast. That sounded... Okay. Uh, so, uh, beefcake, <laughs> beefcake Falco art next, oh, guys. Geez. Oh, I like that idea. Yeah, Beefcake Falco. Let's get that done. MVC at IGN.com. <laughs> Falco's the grumpy one, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Dib, dib it, dib, dib it. That was the slippy. That see, was mine. I like, yeah, I like, see, I like, see, Star that's Fox. the thing that you're, you're doing the brr, 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 brr voice yeah. and they've moved beyond that. Yeah, sort of. that's Do the thing. Roll. So I barely yeah. played Star Fox 64, <laughs> so I'm actually really excited. Conversely, I don't want a new Star Fox game, but I'm very excited for a 64 or 3DS. Yeah. But you guys, I mean, you guys have been just as disappointed as I have with other Star Fox games. Yeah. I played oh, I mean, of course. Star Fox Adventures is BS. awful. Yeah, terrible. And Star Fox Assault was also not very good. And then yeah. there was a DS one which I played. Which Star Fox short. Command yeah. I actually liked. Yeah, that it's was short, good. It's short, but as... it had a lot of branching like mm-hmm. missions. Like you could play it over mm-hmm. and over again, and the story was different, and you could do all these different things. It was yeah. still a short game, but I enjoyed. See, it. I love yeah, 3D space shooters, but I don't necessarily like being on rails too much. In shooters and like I really like the Halo shooter level in the last Halo game it was freaking great and I've always loved like Rogue Squadron, like those mm-hmm. games. Like I want a Star Fox like that. If they're gonna go all out, like, oh, HD or whatever, like I could do that. Okay, but it's still gonna have a stupid anthropomorphic fox for the character, and that bugs me. What would you want? You're to playing be mostly as a Star jet. Fox. I mean, it's not <laughs> yeah. like you have to look at the fox all the time. He's a, it's a jet, and he just has like you're an R wing. He just has a, a lame personality. You can pretend he's a helmet. And sure. That's why. Helps. That's why Falco's a cooler character. because yeah, he's a, he's a like he's kick-ass a bird, and he's a dick. Yeah. And then Fox has a girlfriend. And you gotta fly real a, well to hang with Falco. Oh, Crystal is probably the worst addition. Oh God, I hate, I hate. That's Adventure's fault. Yeah. She's pink. Blue. She's blue. She was in the DS one too. Yeah. Making but they Fox broke look up. like a fool. Yeah. They broke up in the DS one, so <laughs> I was like, Yeah, it's so like, maybe nah, she won't be in the next don't one. Don't play Fox like that. And Slippy got married <laughs> to a girl. <laughs> to a girl. Surprisingly. <laughs> Didn't Valka make a comment yeah. like to Slippy's a girl? Slippy's married <laughs> to a girl? <laughs> to a human girl? No, a far, frog like girl. A, a pink it, frog. It's right, so basically they didn't go the him. Sonic style. The pink. No, they didn't, they didn't the animals make out with a princess. No. <laughs> that was frightening. Well, let's move on. Michael Wheeler says... Hope that answered the question. <laughs> yeah, yes. I think it did. That was, that was a lot of time spent on Star Fox. Uh, dear NBC, who does no, uh, why does no one care about Pilot, Pilot Wings Resort? I seem, it seems like I hear almost nothing about this game. I thought everyone loved Pilot Wings and was desperately waiting for a sequel. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. It seems to be getting ignored even in the weak 3DS launch lineup. Am I the only one pumped for Pilot Wings Resort? Well, I think a lot of people, not everyone, most people I think don't know about Pilot Wings, unfortunately. Exactly. But um, I think even the people who do are sort of looking at it and don't want to get their hopes up because it just looks like Wii Sports Resort 2, only without golfing and stuff. Yeah, I was trying to hype that game, man. Like, I was really interested in it. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I will say, I mean, like we already touched on, you know, it is... Yeah funner than you know you'd think it is once you get into the later levels you unlock more stuff but um i don't know if it's what people were looking for from the next i would have said this is the game to get excited for on the ds launch now i'm going to say everything built into the ds 
3DS. Those stuff. AR games. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Those Face are definitely raiders. the highlight for yeah. me. And not even like for replay or whatever, but just, and the, the camera's cool too. But just like, if you're going to show someone to your friends, like, hey mom, look at this. It's glasses free 3D. There's plenty of stuff yeah. just built into that thing, which is just cool to show off. If you like fighting games, I mean, Street Fighter's amazing and is doing some of the cooler uh, Street Pass stuff. Yeah. If um, you want just sort of a demo of what the 3DS can do, or, yeah, Pilot Wings is a good way to go too. If you just want to experience the depth and all of that. And yeah. if you like Play dinosaurs. Slide pad. But a giant <laughs> you know what to do. Has them in it. And so. if you like monkeys and balls, <laughs> we've got that covered too. <laughs> or poking balls. <laughs> I somehow knew it's that. the one. first time Sam didn't laugh at the word balls. Hey, I hey, was waiting. Hey, I take hosting very seriously. <laughs> I'm from the the Damon Hatfield School of uh, of of uh, podcasting. Mm. Yeah, I, I study Game Scoop very carefully. You know, what's up, everybody? That is ah, our, our premiere podcast. <laughs> yes. Uh, here's another question uh, from Brandon Sprigler. So I've had a Wii since launch day. My system is a launch system. I'm contemplating getting rid of it and trading up to up or down something or just to something. Was thinking about the 3DS or DSi. I have an older 360 as well and would consider some suggestions for that as well. Here's my question. What should I trade if I do trade? Or can you convince me to keep the system <laughs> and wait for Zelda, Conduit 2, and whatever the big end is prepping for release this year? Thanks for any okay. input. I think you're going to get so little money for that trade-in that you should just keep it. Yeah, avoid the trade-in, first of all. But I, it's hard for me to ge keep you excited about keeping your Wii. Maybe you have a friend who would like your Wii, and then he can oh, trade yeah, you yeah. for something cool. Like uh, like so, a little maybe some jacks or some marbles. Yeah, pogs. Are Hula pogs hoop? back? <laughs> Some Bakugan? Ooh, maybe? Pogs. That's Yu Gi Oh cards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like bartering, you know? I always, I'm, all, uh, I'm in support yeah. of this guy bartering. I just wouldn't do it through a third party. Yeah. yeah I always I, uh, hand down my consoles to my younger brother. I make him, he like really? he pays for them, so they're his now. Oh, that's nice. nice. But, uh, you know, when I go home, I still have them. So if I like, like that's where my 360 mm -hmm. is because I moved into a, a house that has two had two 360s already. Yeah. So I let him buy it. So, like, you know, mm -hmm. there it is. But I would say this. Do not trade any of your 360. If you are interested in playing games, there's going to be a lot of games this year for 360 that are amazing. If you don't um, have a PS3. And we don't, don't know what's coming in. out for the Wii, so maybe wait till June to make that decision. Yeah, you don't I mean, need a do, 3DS till past June anyway. I will right? say, we do have Skyward Sword coming this year. So that's one Heard to keep that one your before. eye on. Heard that one before. <laughs> yeah, this yep. year, next year, whatever. No, that's great. And Conduit 2, which we have a new video, actually, if you go to mm -hmm. IGN. Uh, right now, you can check out a new Conduit 2 video, yeah. which actually shows... Um, some cool stuff. It's it's showing really really different environments. The problem with the last game for me, I mean, there, I had a lot of problems with it, but one of the major ones is that you're in like buildings and offices. There are yeah. hallways yeah. a lot. Yeah, that's what I what we, I think we termed an OFS an office shooter. Mm -hmm. um, get get sick of those. And this one's like China and like the Arctic and stuff like that. Uh, nevertheless, it looks really old school now, and even more so than when the Conduit came out. It's just because the Wii is not exactly the powerhouse that. Remember when the Conduit was the best looking game ever made ever? What well, we before we ever saw Bef it. Before <laughs> before it actually came out and we declared yeah. it as such. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's move on. Oh yeah, to that guy, I'd say I always try and hold on to my systems unless I really really need to <laughs> need the money or need to buy another system because you don't want to kick yourself if like an Xbox exclusive comes out or a few new Wii games are announced. Yeah, I've never traded in really a contemporary system. Uh, what, yeah. Once it's like before the life cycle is over, except yeah. I traded in my NES for a Genesis, and that was the stupidest oh, thing I've ever done. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. I got like eight bucks for Final Fantasy in 1990. I was like, why did I do that? I worked so hard at that save. Now, that anyway. game's awesome, glitches and all. 
Final Fantasy 1? Mm-hmm. It's my favorite Final Fantasy. I fucking love I'm it. just going to throw that out there. Yeah. 4 is the correct answer, but okay. I like 4 a lot, and I like 6 a lot. Uh, Chrono Trigger as well, if we're going to go that route. But right. Final Fantasy, I don't know. I've, I've been loving on that first game for a long time now. Uh, this guy, I'm going to kind of sum up his letter the best I can, because uh, his name is Josh. And he says he's 14 years old. And I want to say that I love the podcast. I love games and IGN. And ever since I started listening to your podcast, I've made up my mind at what I want to do with my life. I want to become a video game journalist, preferably mm-hmm. at IGN. That's great. I'm just going to stop you right there and say <laughs> this is a question we, we answered really well, I think, uh, I think three podcasts ago. We all talked about mm-hmm. how we got our jobs and where, you know, where we started and stuff yep, like that. Lots of good advice there. Um, I don't know what number it was or anything, but it's seriously. It was like, a few ago, so. It was in the old podcast room, so it must have yeah. been four ago. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Sounds about right. So, yeah, I just want to throw that out there. And that's a topic I actually could talk about forever because I, I think it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I used to, like, obsess over podcasts where people were talking about that stuff, so check it out. Uh, here's another one from Curtis Meister. Hey, Rich and crew. Come on, fail. Oh. Fail right off the start. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with games like Steel Diver being released at full retail pr- price, do you think Nintendo has lost sight of today's portable market? Why pay $40 for Steel Diver when there are tons of great iPhone and iPad games available for under $10? Thanks, Curtis. I have a problem with this one. Yeah? I think there needs to be a convergence in these prices. I think iPad, iPod games are too cheap if they're going to be good games. What they are, though, is pretty empty little tiny games. Mm-hmm. The bigger ones are more expensive, but... I think there's like a happy medium. I don't. Th- I agree. I don't think we should be paying forty dollars for like smaller DS games, but you know, I think they should meet somewhere at some point. Yeah, some of these some of these DS launch games are more expensive than they ought to be. That's definitely a given. Yep, it's true. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you show me uh, an iPhone game that gives you as much content as most of these games have. I mean, there are a lot of there are fun iPhone games. Like people like Angry Birds for some. Weird reason, maybe um, but like there's been some backlash cents. about Angry Birds at our <laughs> I was office never, recently. I was never People have kind of been saying like, I don't like that game. I play, I keep playing it because I'm like, am I crazy? Am I loving this game? And then I think people finally came around and were like, yeah, we all kind of like, like, poked our heads up and finally admitted that we don't like it. Well, uh, Cut the rope is great. Cut the rope is fantastic. Yeah, but at the same time, these are not in-depth games. Like I would. Well, not I'll tell you, after playing Pokemon, like I'm 45 hours in. Like, I was like, where did those 45 hours go? I'm not even close yeah. to being finished. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's that's amazing. Yeah, I've got like 60-something hours on That's a $40 game. And still have like another, gosh, I mean, like yeah. all these things I want to do that I haven't <laughs> done yet. Hundreds of like, hours you can sink yeah. into that But game. at some point, we all know that there's going to be games that big on these other systems. But they're going to have requisite development costs. And they're going to have to be yeah, exactly. I mean, like, a little I more expensive. I don't think they have the controls for it on the well, iPhone I, I, really because totally like they're that. just not as even like games like Infinity Blade you know I mean they're just not as tight as just a real game on a handheld yeah so, so it's like it's cool for a just a pocket experience just pull out when you need to play a game yeah, for a second yeah. but when I want a real portable experience I want a handheld and as someone who didn't get uh, free games for the last couple of years Yes, fair, sadly. Yeah, I would say that you have a good perspective on it, and, like, mm-hmm. it's tough. I mean, it spending tough, your money yeah. on Nintendo games is something that, like, I used to, like, only, like, if I'm going to buy a game, I'm going to maybe, like, return a lot of Xbox. I always keep my Nintendo games. I always return other systems games mm-hmm. for some reason when I buy them. But, like, I have a great Nintendo collection through the years and stuff, and, like, I still want that. But, yeah, it's, like, it's it's, it's expensive to keep up on, man. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. but, yeah, I mean, I will say that Still Diver, Pilot Wings, these games really, I mean, $40 is a lot to ask for what they are but i think what nintendo is doing with 
the 3DS launch is trying to give, I mean, they've said this before, they're trying to give more attention to the third parties initially, and they're going to pull out the big guns, Mario, Zelda, Pit, and all of that later this year. But mm -hmm. for now, they're trying to give the third party support. And these three, <laughs> Nintendogs, Diver, Pilot Wings, those three first party titles that we're actually getting, I mean, they know people are going to buy them just because they're the only first party Nintendo titles yeah. that are out there. So, I mean, it's kind of silly, but it might be a really good strategy for them. Yeah. Because, like, Steel Diver and Pilot Wings, if that was, like, one game for yeah. 40 bucks, I'd be, it would be great. It would You'd be, be like, great. This is awesome. I'd, this is such a good I game. wouldn't feel chipped at all. Yeah. Definitely. All right. So, uh, here's another one. Nicholas uh, Kachinko. He says, howdy, howdy, Koopa Kings. Any howdy, predictions howdy. <laughs> or outlandish wishes on what Nintendo is going to do with Legend of Zelda's 25th anniversary? My prediction Release date, uh, release upgrades of NES Zeldas, and perhaps a link to the past in 3DS, either in one cartridge, a la Mario All Stars, or separately as downloadable games. My outlandish wish: release a, a confirmation of cross-game connectivity, which validates the split timeline theory, along with the th release of the proper chronologic and dimensional sequence of the games. Wow. Well, that's not happening. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> Nintendo would have to figure it out. It's certainly outlandish. <laughs> well, I, Miyamoto has it all written out somewhere. It's uh -huh. all in his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he sure. says he has it down. I know he says it. <laughs> and I do too, <laughs> frankly. I got it all right here. Yeah, it's, it all all, it's right here. Um, <laughs> except for that time when we tried to tell people and <laughs> everyone got mad at us. Yeah. I want I want a, a celebration not on 3DS. I want it to be on a Wii disc. I don't know why I think that. I just like playing Zelda on the big screen. I'm really excited about Ocarina, though. Yeah, you well, know, well, my guess is, and my hope is, is that there's going to be a special golden, shiny 3D, uh, Zelda 3DS with like a beautiful Triforce mm -hmm. on it that comes packaged in with Ocarina of Time. Yeah, that would and be maybe in some four months we'd be replacing cool our DSs. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd awesome. do it if it had a Triforce, damn it. Yeah, me too. I like. I, like the, I think that's the most likely possibility mm -hmm. at this point. But a lot of people in the office have been saying that's ridiculous because Nintendo always waits a while to do another color. But it's not really another color. It's like yeah, it's like a collector. What if they did like edition? a? I don't think they're going to do a collection of games. You don't think so? What yeah. if they do like because Four Swords Adventure with like DS compatibility? That'd be That's cool. interesting. Uh, yeah. I don't know how if they. I don't be know able if they would do that, that for the anniversary. anniversary. Yeah, I don't know. I don't they know said something about about it's something you can play with. Friends. They made some sort of like multiplayer hint. Yeah. Yeah. When they did that thing, which is the only reason I would hints. think at that because <laughs> that like it it failed. It didn't. Nobody got to play it the way it was supposed to be played. Because no one had like two other friends. Right. And exactly. Game so now like now might be the time. Everyone's got a DS. If you have a Wii, you have a DS. Like that's not yeah. a, a problem. So I think that it might be an opportunity to try to try that. I think it'd be cool is if if they if they wanted to do a really anniversary style. Release, you know, like they did this for the GBA, GBA I think. Um, release the first Zelda, mm -hmm. again, on 3DS with actual original packaging and everything. Make it look really nice. And then have the little pop-out 3D effects and just some extra stuffs in that. I just like have a nice collector's edition of the first Zelda game on Portable. I always like having that. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Okay, I'm going to cut down on some of these because we're running out of time. Uh, here's, a, here's just a totally great uh, question that I've been wanting to read for a while. It's from uh, Who's Asking, because apparently he wants to be anonymous. I don't know why, because it's a great question. It's called The Ethics of Pokemon. I'm a little <laughs> concerned about the ethical and religious implications of Pokemon, so I wanted to pose this question to the resident Pokemon theologist. <laughs> if Pokemon were real, then where would Pokemon fit into the medieval Christian concept of the chain of being? That's like uh, Seraphim down to uh, the worm. It's like this whole ontology, I think is what they call it. Yeah. Um, I would I would guess somewhere between the wild and domestic animals, but what the hell is one supposed to do with the pseudo-wudo? 
<laughs> if placed, but that's I think that's a a wood Pokemon. That's it's a, a it's a it's, not, it's a rock Pokemon yeah. that looks like a tree. That's why okay. he's that's why pseudo, pseudo wood. Yeah. 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 If placed between trees and other plants, would it be ethically sound to process pseudo wood into pulp and paper? Please keep in mind this classification could bear great significance on vegetarian ethics concerning the issues of eating pseudo wood uh, similarly, our Pokemon part of Buddhism's Wheel of Samsara, which is to say, <laughs> can people be reincarnated as Pokemon? Or is oh it possible, and they can, that, that's actually proven. Bill became a Pokemon in the first the, game. The, uh, through a teleporter accident. The, yeah. the candle Pokemon, the new one, is, is yeah, you're the right, soul you're of right. dead people. Um, and so, so is the, uh, is they the are part of Buddhism's ghost Wheel of mask Samsara. one, mm-hmm. are dead people. Yeah, mask. Uh, okay, which yeah, is to say, yeah, can mask. people be reincarnated as Pokemon? Or is it possible, when Onyx is slamming the bleep out of a Zapdos, could... It could really be slamming the bleep out of my great grandmother. <laughs> Please do not spend too much time discussing the awkward phrase slam- slamming the bleep out of my great grandmother. <laughs> Thanks, wow. Anomofo. I guess his name is Anonomofo. So, so I always thought um, the there's lack- some troubling stuff about Pokemon. There is some troubling stuff about Pokemon, and um, one of the things that um, a lot of JRPGs have that Pokemon doesn't is the concept of uh, theology and like churches. Like there, there are. Um, gosh, which one was it? Is it Heart and Soul Silver that has? One of them has a has church. A, has a religion in it. Oh, it is. It's you're right. Silver. It is. Gold and Silver has a church. That's and, right. And it, yeah. It, it, is there a holy Pokemon? Oh, Arceus invented well, Ar- the Ar- Arceus, universe. Yeah, you're right. They they do they do kind of hint that Pokemon may be like kind of these elder gods kind of. Because I saw in the first season of the cartoon that Pokemon came from outer space. No, Clefairy. Came yeah, from really. Yeah, Moonstone. Hello. Yeah. Um. But, but yeah, it's always it was always this interesting thing that they didn't kind of include that in, and they do generally kind of take that out of kids' games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what about I, the pseudo Wodo thing specifically? Like, that's like a good question. Like, where does it fit in? Yeah, I wrote an article scale? about like how, how the Pokemon universe eats meat. Like, mm-hmm. is all like if you're getting a hamburger it's in all Pokemon World, there's it's actually <laughs> isn't in the cartoon there's actually actual birds in addition to bird Pokemon. There's like in little the, tweet birds. Mm, I think so. In the cartoon, I, I think seen. you only no. ever see things, but you yeah. definitely see them eat yeah. meat. And su- yeah, sushi. They eat sushi. Is it all Magikarp? They eat sushi. They eat uh, they eat like kind of like yakitori. Yeah, yeah. Kind of stuff. I feel so, like, like I've heard them joke about eating Magikarp. And they have they have milk. Maybe. And this new one, but it's not from a Pokemon. No, it is. It's from Miltank. Okay, that's a cow. Yeah. So then the 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 weirdest thing to me about Pokemon is that in this new game, if this has happened before, you catch really human like Pokemon. Like there's one that's just a goth girl. Yeah, the Gothatel. Yeah. Yeah. That's messed up. And then there's this piece of cotton that becomes like a pretty southern damsel. What the heck? Yeah. (laughs) You can't keep her at that point. Well, and just the the, like. She wants to be there, Sam. She needs you. I mean, there there are a lot of really serious issues with it in the sense that like all of them have been perceived to be intelligent enough. Where I would say they're sentient. Yeah. Yeah. And then. But then. See, I think uh, Plasma should have taken that angle. You should have. Yeah. Like, look, look at how different is your Lilligan than your girlfriend, you know? Like, yeah. Or mm, yourself. That's weird. Well, I'm just saying. Like, Pokemon marriages? Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> so, like, they, they kind of talk about it and, like, oh, you know, people need Pokemon and Pokemon need people and stuff. And, like, all the ones in your party love you. 
They don't ever talk about like the hundreds of them that I have they in just a stuffed PC in your box. box. Yeah, and I never talk to you, and I I don't know. Are they like in coma? Do they get sad? Do they start hating you? Because I know there's like the no, scale. No, but it's like funny. There's the happiness points, and when yeah. you put a Pokemon in the PC, it resets. It doesn't like go to zero or anything. It resets okay. to what it is when you first catch it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So if you're yeah. trying to level up the happiness of a Pokemon to evolve them or something, very annoying. Which mm. is you have to keep them in your party forever. I didn't but know that. don't put well, them in your PC because that resets it. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on because uh, I did want to get this one in too. This is a non-3DS question from Sean Parker. We only uh, accept questions in 3D from now on. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, Jack requested listeners to stop writing about the 3DS. This shattered me for five seconds maybe. But I've, I've got a more ridiculous question now. If you had to literally fight in a cage match scenario with hundreds of elderly people to survive, how many do you think you could beat up before they overwhelmed you? 6,758. That's, That's a lot. That's a lot of yeah. Don't worry. If by any chance this question sounds <laughs> offensive, old. then picture it as cartoon <laughs> violence. If not, then real violence. There you go. One at a time, or are they all like rushing at me at once? How old are they? Well, I think there's. Uh, the are like are they fifties or eighties? That's a big difference. How old are they? I think it's at so it's at once. They're so cartoon like, old people. So they okay. you're in a cage, and as many old people as you say are also in a cage, and you just go. Like are they just flooding I in think from you do a, a certain? Are they flooding yeah. in from I'm a certain entry point? Well, I, depending on how many you have, they could be surrounding you, right? Yeah, right. That's true. Um, the problem with this is that th this is just a proxy for zombies, and we've seen how people fare against zombies. It's not well. Do you have any weapon in there? It's with true. You? You're right. They're you? slow, but like just the sheer mass of people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the difference being that that um, old people don't have teeth, so they couldn't bite you. Some oh, have dentures, true. though. So, dentures. Yeah, but you just pull those out. They're like mm, that's gum, true. Keeping true. it in. They have those yeah. like walkers that could like stab you with. Yeah, but they can't lift them up. Yeah, that's yeah. True. They're walkers. I think. I think. But once old those start are, piling up, you're screwed. Yeah, you know, it's really a. It's crafty. I mean, if the cage is big enough and you can move around a lot, mm -hmm. I think I, I would have a much bigger chance. As soon as they, like, blocked off, like, and fully surrounded you, that's when you'd be in trouble. Just grab yeah. one old person and use it to, <laughs> to hit the, the other, other ones. ones down. That they, would be cartoon they, violence. This is, this is uh, based on the um, how many six-year-olds could you take. That's uh, actually an internet um, website <laughs> where you take a, you take a fairly long quiz about is it like your the Scientology quiz. It's it's this big one about <laughs> about how physically fit you are, and then they tell you like how many six year olds you could like. How many six year olds could you take down, huh? I don't. It was like nine or something. <laughs> like it's not as many as you think it would be because okay. you know like yeah. those, okay. I mean kids are like it sounds kids very are scientific. Yeah. Kids are like They're energetic short, though. So yeah, short. Yeah. Before we sign off, we have one more thing to do, and that's to give some shout outs to some amazing art we got. I don't want to talk about art because I think that's stupid, but I will mention people's you think names art's and explain it. talking about it. No, I mean, I like talking about <laughs> classical art and modern art, but not about the art, the fan art we get too much because wow, I, can't yeah, all yeah, well, I can't, I can't explain it. We'll, we'll post Thanks it for the in the shitty story art, as much everyone. as possible. We'll show it to you. All right, we're going to put it up on My the... My Pokemon um, art, let me show you it. We Jack put it up on the Facebook fan page, and we'll we'll put yeah. a couple up on the Jack and I itself. love the fan art. But there's some great stuff. We got, a, we got some Marios. Uh, we got a Platypus Mario that was really cute, and a Sam Claiborne Mario. <laughs> which is awesome. Which that'll is that'll definitely go up. Yeah. I got my uh, trademark uh, look and gait. Um, <laughs> does. That's it's from Ian, shirt. Ian H. Morris. He does that's the shirt you're wearing right now. Yeah, it is. Um, and then from Jackson Lee, we got Drunken Kid Link. I don't know if I printed that one out. No. Uh, it's That's funny. It's Link a against a wall. And yeah. He's like drunk. He's like it yeah. looks great. It looks he great, looks Jackson. Really sad. Um, from Ian Morris, we did that one. Uh, Nicholas Bess sent us a DuckTales one where we got that. Oh, yeah. Duck so it's DuckTale Mario, right? It's, it's Mario with a little DuckTale. Yeah. And uh, he's jumping Mario. in the air. Woo. After money. It's pretty cool. 
Might solve a mystery here. Rewrite history. There you go. <laughs> and then uh, this guy, the Mike, Mike Brody, hat. went all out and sent us a huge amount of animals who have Mario faces. And they're so funny. And there's a million of them. We got my a, favorite is banana Mario. Yeah, banana Mario is good. There's a random piece of pizza in the corner of this paper. But beaver, we got a good beaver Mario. <laughs> we got elephant. He did this with like a, you know, you just slap these faces on his original drawings and they look fantastic. A shark, the porcupine. kangaroo one's pretty amazing. He followed up yeah. with uh, Mario hat suit Mario. It's just a Mario face on a hat. And we got a flower suit, hammer suit, a baseball. Mario's a baseball. That's good. And my favorite one, first year art school suit Mario, which uh, is a picture of of Mario on a well shaded cube in sphere. Yes, good. True. Good shading. And Grimace yep. Mario. Yeah, and Grimace Mario there. Uh, he just went all out. We got to get some of those on the fan site. And then we have one more from an amazing Nicholas Bess who did uh, Beefcake Link. <laughs> he says, hey, I love the podcast. Jack did a great job hosting. So glad you guys yeah, finally came up with good fan art material. So by request, <laughs> it's Beefcake Link. Hope you enjoy this. It made me very uncomfortable to work on. Since, since that Even was more than the Craig Kirby I made before. <laughs> oh, that? this is the Craig Kirby guy? Yeah. Oh, Once again, the Nintendo sense. fan art will be the most disturbing fan art. So thank you, Nick. Yeah, since it this picture is directed at me, let me just say that other than being unsettling, it's very, very well drawn. But nice fail, adult Link does not have a slingshot. <laughs> <laughs> but this one does yeah he drew in a slingshot it's, it's it's incorrect and also the boomerang you know right uh, i don't think it only has a boomerang no he has a boomerang of course okay. he has a gale boomerang well that's in twilight princess yes I, he does. now i will say that i've had a little bit of vodka today but <laughs> go try I would the 3ds <laughs> yeah after I, yeah what i like about beefcake link i'm putting him above my cubicle and it's like really it's kind of like done like fantasy art but like you can see like the neck is totally like conan inspired <laughs> yeah no it, it's the actually neck is as thick as the bicep. it's actually a really nice drawing <laughs> yeah it's good yeah. and it, jack would hit it, it so would, there it, you go it it's the full that. package anyway we gotta yeah. get that one up too <laughs> actually the only thing he didn't overly accentuate is the package we got some thank, other good arts, thank too. We got a, a Mario in a Sonic suit, which I didn't print out your email name, and that was nice. And then a funny picture of me, again, which is ridiculous. But uh, that about covers it for this week. I'm sorry we were so low-staffed, and I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Yeah. Hey, Sam, before we go. Sure. Um, I wanted to give a shout-out to everyone in our Facebook fan group. Uh, a few weeks ago, I spammed all of their Facebook inboxes telling them to vote for my Gunkle, who was up for a Shorty Award in the author category. And they did. Like, over 100 people actually went and voted for him, which was awesome, you guys. And it turns out he uh, made the finalist round. Wow, so nice. um, I'll be in New York City um, next weekend, the weekend of the 3DS launch, um, to attend the uh, award show with him and wow. see if he actually uh, gets an award for best author. And um, I'm probably going to... Make it out to the Nintendo World Store for the 3DS launch. Oh, so if any cool. of you are in the oh. area and you're going and you really want to go Bring to your the 3D 3DS camera. launch, yeah. uh, come out there. I promise to buy you guys a beer if you voted. So uh, I guess I'll do that. Or That's you can trade Pokemon cards with. We them can trade Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I'll give you a cool Pokemon. We'll figure something out if you're underage. But yeah, everyone, go out there if you're in the area. Definitely, like, we'll tear it up. We'll make IGN take over the whole. Uh, 3DS launch. And thank you for teaching us that spamming the Facebook page does work. Yeah, I will try to <laughs> not do that a lot, but it, it works really well. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks. See ya. Peace, Google.